Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Mm -hmm. Welcome to, if you're going to listen to this on a podcast, the Old Souls and Seekers podcast. Excited to chat with you guys today. Uh, Bro, what did you name this thing, Cleverly? Uh, Something about finding the secret sauce of personal transformation. Cool. Searching for the secret sauce of personal transformation. Yeah, I, uh, so Guy and I just completed a, a two-day intuitive mind live experience uh, this past weekend, and there's about 40 some odd souls in there going through this incredible experience. And afterwards, um, for those that want to move forward with us in different programs, we always set up phone conversations. So I've, I've been kind of in the whirlwind of the phone conversations, uh, receiving testimony, testimonial videos and, and uh, letters and things like that that people send us. And I'm always, actually, let me turn on the slide. It's probably a little bit better. Uh, and I'm always amazed at um, what people say, what people's experiences are, et cetera. And uh, the one thing I just wanna start with today is across the board, and we even did this on the two day live event. So I think this is really interesting, like across the board, the people that tend to work with us, and maybe you can find yourself in this place. uh, I did this thing at the event and I said, how many of you, and I just had people raise their hand. I said, how many of you have read 10 personal development or spirituality books? And I said, just keep your hands up and I'll just keep going up in numbers. And I went 10, 20, 30, 40, by the time I got to 50, I think still probably like 80 plus percent of the room's hands were still up, right, bro? Mm-hmm. Never take. Yeah, and I said, and then I said, okay, so you've read, you know, let's say over 50 books, most of you, and yet you're still here, <laughs> right? And why would anyone pay to come to an event and take two days out of their life to come to an event if, all the answers that they were looking for and the things that they were trying to find answers to or solve in their life were in those books. They wouldn't be there, right? Like we wouldn't be talking to them. 
because they just go find that answer. And then time and time again, with people that I speak to, the answer is always the same. Like we're all, and I'm putting us in this category. Guy and I have read hundreds of books in this, in this field, right? I've watched thousands of videos in this field by all the people that you've watched, the Esther Hicks and the Wayne Dyers and the Tony Robbins and the Les Browns and the, you name it, I've watched it, right? I've also been to tons of seminars, ones that you've heard of. We've seen Wayne Dyer speak live. We went to T. Harvecker. We uh, went to Tony Robbins. We've done landmarks work. We've done breath classes and breath work and meditation workshops and all of it. Like Elon's even hugged me for long periods of time just to try to make me feel better. <laughs> and still searching, right? And And just notice for yourself, like, have you done that work? Have you invested that time in yourself? And I just want to say this. I am not in any way demeaning that or saying that it wasn't valuable to you. Okay? It's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is this. If you're still out there searching and you still have this feeling like, I know there's this magical book out there laying on some low shelf that no one's told me about, that when I find like all the answers that I need are gonna somehow be in there. And this feeling of stuckness that I have, whether in my health with losing weight or getting healthy, whether in finding the love of my life, whether in finding the career path that I love, whether finding true love or having more money in my bank account or having ease around my relationships with my kids or whomever. If you honestly believe that all the stuff that you read hasn't made a difference, but there's going to be this one next video or one next book that's going to solve it. That's where I'm here to burst your bubble. Only because I've done it myself. And at this point we've coached tens of thousands of people and I can tell you that no real long lasting, that's the important part, long lasting transformation is found in a book or a video. And that is because real long lasting transformation happens in the body, not in the mind. So it's a somatic experience, not a mental experience. Yeah. And when you're reading the books and when you're going to the seminars and when you're watching the videos, the thing that is watching, reading, seeing, et cetera, is your mind. And so what happens is, and this is why you, you feel stuck all the time, is because what happens is you get more information. And this more information is almost like a building block that the mind can now build a different construct around. In a way, it actually creates more confusion correct because I, I would and then there, uh, here's what i mean by that it's because once the foundation is set right like just like a, once a foundation is set for a house there's there's only so much that can be built on top of it if you keep building you're gonna kind of like break the foundation let's say the foundation of mindset work is you are not your mind you're the one listening to it there's a story that your mind is creating some meaning that it's attributing to it that meaning is not true Henceforth, you can change the meaning, which changes the story, which changes the perspective, changes the paradigm, and then changes the actions you can 
take, right? So basically like different paradigm, different story. And then it's like, and that's that's pretty much the foundation of it. Like yeah. beyond that, there's there's not too much. And then there's, you know, seminar after seminar, book after book that kind of rehashes that information and tries to basically tell you the same thing in a different perspective. And certainly I would say, even for us having coached so many people in mindset, you start coaching a lot of people and what you grow, just like with any form of mastery, music, art, whatever, there's a sense of intuition about about it. So then you have to start building a sense of intuition about people and what they're struggling with. And to the degree that, you know, they someone opens their mouth, says a few words, and you could pretty much complete the sentence for them because you've heard this pattern, you've seen this pattern, you've felt this pattern so many times before. And that's where like you know, we call our um, our business page Satori Prime intuitive coaching. I think that's where the word intuitive comes from. But again, you can attribute intuition to anybody who's invested a lot of time in any specific craft. So beyond that, mindset doesn't really offer much. And I look, there are books I'll tell you, well, you got to downregulate your nervous system. You have this thing called the vagus nerve and the, the neuroscience and the this and the that. And again, all very interesting. But like knowing that you have a vagus nerve or a nervous system that needs to calm down before it can respond in a healthy way does not help you at all get access to those things in order to have a healthy response. So what we're basically saying is the tools are great because you learn that there's all this management system happening. Now you can kind of start managing the management system. And for most people that will get you way further in life, uh, have you live with more success, um, with more joy than I would say probably 95% of people, right? And if we look at this in the same way that we look at industry where it's like 95% failure rate, you'll probably have 3% that are about somewhat successful and then like the 1% of the 1% that are like hyper successful. That's true in like network marketing and online right. sales and, and everything. And, and here it's kind of the same thing, right? It's like, hey, if you just learn that fu fundamental, you'll be doing better than 95%. However, what we have found and what Elon's pointing to is that learning about the management system and then trying to management manage the management system is just a lot more management. Yeah. And it has you get into this loop, and this is where the confusion comes in, that there's something to achieve about mindset work, that these people who are really successful have achieved something in mindset that I haven't yet achieved in my mindset work. But the thing is they're actually working off the fundamental same principles as you, and there's something else going on in their system. Either they are still operating out of a distortion and their success is not a um, a sign that they've cured the distortion. Oftentimes, it's a sign it's a, a sign of the symptomology that they're in the symptom of some kind of distortion, and they're using success as a way to try to navigate and find safety in their system. And it's probably not it's probably not working very well, which is why they become even more successful, thinking that even more success will lead to more safety, and it still doesn't work. When in fact, instead of going down that road, we can really just start working with the body, the somatic, the energy systems, and actually foundationally, just like you build a foundation for mindset work, you could build a foundation within your body for well-being. You can build a foundation for safety. You can build a foundation for connection. And, and honestly, what I see is like the holy grail right now of, of developmental work is being energetically fluid. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not having more understanding. It's truly being energetically fluid such that, that when the triggers come, because they're coming, when the stress and the overwhelm and the anxiety comes, instead of binding it and holding on your system, your system develops a, a new natural pathways for the energy to actually move, which restores the balance in the system, gets you into a parasympathetic response, gets the nervous system downregulating, gets you into rest and digest. The energy moves, body reorganizes, you find yourself in states of more well-being, 
And then what we find is that people just spend or invest or really spend because it kind of happens on its own more and more time in these like open windows of well-being without really having to do any management at all. You just kind of find yourself there on a more regular basis and it, and it goes on for longer periods of time, less things create, um, you know, hyper reactive responses, such and such. So it, again, like, you know, the books where kind of where the title here states is like, most people are just looking for the, what's that next book? Oh, this book must've omitted this thing. And it's like, even Michael Singer, who I think is one of the best written books out there on this topic, it's still pretty much the same. Yeah. Different perspective, deeper perspective. He yeah. even says it like if you listen to his audios, the ones I'm going through now, he even says he's like, look, I'm explaining the unexplainable. Yeah. And at best, I'm writing words to describe something that I can talk till I'm blue in the face and you can listen till you're blue in the face and you can read this book a hundred times and it won't get you any closer. Because at the end, it's like, a book is describing, so when Guy was talking about like downregulating and the vagus nerve and right, like a book is explaining to you what is happening in your body or what is happening in your mind. So when you, when you see it, you can go like, oh, wow. And your mind goes, wow, that's so interesting. I never realized like that's what's actually happening or that's why you know when my spouse does this and i have this reaction like this stuff is happening and you feel good in the moment because you're really like oh i i understand now i get it but then you go and you do the same thing over and over and the reason is because understanding what is actually happening is very different than actually going to work on shifting that thing yep. so you know, when guys talking about like stuff is going to happen in life. We've been we've spent over a million dollars and has spent over 18 years working with the best of the best of the best. Life's still coming at us. Right. Like it, it's never going to stop. OK, not for you, not for me, not for anyone else, because we came into this world, into this physical body to have the experience, not to sit there and go hmm, like. We could do that up there, but actually going through experiences that without the mind, even looking down or trying to figure out what's happening, actually having an experience of open heartedness, like, like actually feeling, not understanding like, oh, if I keep my heart open, then life can flow through me and I can stay in equanimity. Okay. Do you know how? Yeah. Have you ever had a you know, like an anchor point where it's like, oh my God, that's what open hearted feels like. No, most of us have not. Have you ever had the experience of what it feels like to actually sit in a state of well being? Like when everything is down regulated and you could actually just sit and rest in that state. Have you ever experienced that? Well, if you haven't, how the hell do you think that reading in a book about these states is somehow going to make you? get into those states. It's just not. Yeah. I mean, I, I was sure that the why was really important for a very long time. I wanted to understand why things were happening. Why was mm -hmm. I feeling this way? You know, what caused this event and how, and how can I do or what can I do about it, right, basically? So it's like this why, how, what thing that we constantly do about everything. And, and here's, the, here's the reality, the why doesn't matter. 
why it happened to you interesting oh well, you know mom and dad were like this or this event happened to me i met this bully or blah 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 interesting philosophically it's like it's interesting to the ego but if then the ego kind of like hooks into it and like makes this game of this why like if you really understood the why like you can change something about it but, you know for us and elon says this a lot there is this like what we call like an originating event or like the original trauma the original heartbreak yeah. the original sadness the original embarrassment whatever it might have been and in most therapies psychologically induced therapies will kind of take you back to that moment and have you look at it so you can almost like alter your perspective on what happened in that moment. Cause right. Cause the child was so sure that this happened to me and this is the appropriate response to this trauma. And then you live that out for like decades and decades and decades. So that awareness is great because you're like, maybe that didn't happen the way that I thought that did. Maybe they didn't respond that way. Nonetheless, changing the perspective on what happened is wonderful, but the somatic response in the energetic and physical body is still there no matter what. You still see mom and you think, oh, well, she didn't really do that to me, but you still feel this like anger or like hurt, exactly. right, towards mom. It's there. So, and then, you know, these these things will have you like look at it, the event again, which as you look at it, the view, so we call it like, there's a, there's a difference between a few things. We have like a, what's called like an ordinary mind. And it's when all well, the awareness is like collected over here. So if we ask most people like, where are you? They point at their head, right? It's like the awareness is seeing through the eyes. What we teach, though, is that awareness can be non-localized. Awareness can kind of go everywhere. And without going into all the hows and what's here right now, that's kind of the idea. So if you're in an event that's occurred to you before and you're still localized in the mind while in the event and then the emotions come up from the event, what you basically are is you're still merged with the trauma while you're viewing the trauma, which in essence is just looping you again through the same energy cycles that you've been in. And this is where people say like, oh, I feel like I've been re-traumatized because you are, you're experiencing the event with the same oh, eyes, Lord. the same energetics, the same emotions, the same feelings that you had before. And so you're just kind of like going through it again. It's kind of like that feeling when you're upset and you go to bed at night and you like churn over a situation over and over again in your mind, you're not resolving the situation. You're like, you're in it over and over again, churning it, right? So with with awareness this is the key and this is really kind of the secret sauce in my opinion is is learning how to use awareness to unlocalize such that when you view the event you are no longer literally no longer viewing it from the same vantage point there's another part of you that's that's looking at it we could say a higher aspect of you higher aspect of your awareness is now viewing the event so as the somatic rises in the system which it's going to do you're not merged with the experience and such such the experience can actually move through the system instead of getting stuck in the system and then what we have found which is like there's this law of neutrality in the universe right like all ecosystems find neutrality everything in the universe finds neutrality our bodies are, are seeking neutrality when we get our ego mind when we get our programs out of the way and this is what ends up happening you kind of get your stuff out of the way the energy can move and the system naturally reorganizes towards well-being in neutral states and from there you know really it's like this is where the type of possibility that personal development tries to talk about but can't really access the level of manifestation synchronicity because think about like how everything in our world comes from a nothingness into a somethingness if we could say it that way so where we really find the power is, is you getting into something, into nothingness, right? Mm. You can't get into nothingness through the mind, but if the energy moves through the system, it's almost like you're leaving a vacuum in the system. There's a nothingness there. 
And then again, everything is organizing towards neutrality from a neutral state. So much more becomes possible. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just this mind with an idea of what's supposed to happen, even though you have no idea how your healing is supposed to look, how manifestation is supposed to feel. And you, you put all these things on it, right? Like, for example, like if I say the word Elon in my system or people who know Elon, we define Elon a certain way. We have all these things attached to it. And then Elon shows up really narrowly in this field. Or like, let's say I drop the idea of Elon and I decide to just be present here with this being that's in front of me. I'm going to suddenly start having this very different experience of him because I'm, I'm throwing away the diagrams that my mind has developed. And I'm just like, let me just be present with this being. And suddenly, I'm just telling you even like now, what I start experiencing is this uh, increased connection with him, increased sense of love. Uh, there's gratitude here. And there's there's emotions starting to come up about our, our connection that's beyond mind. It's just like like almost seeing a piece of God and appreciating it. Hmm. We can't, we can't, have that experience when we name everything when we call this person you know um any job like a person from wall street they're in suits da, da, da. that's it that's all they are now because we've given it that label when we drop the label and we get into direct experience with it we might start seeing that something else is happening so in that same metaphor if we take an idea of what it's like to be successful or to heal notice how we're naming it and we're putting it in a specific box of what that looks like Instead of letting all that drop away and let the emergent, the direct experience of what's happening now actually guide the guide this moment, guide the healing, allow for things to happen, allow for neutrality to show up, and then even allow for the manifestation of what arises in that energetic field and that space to show up. And our experience has been, if you allow for this, if you surrender to this, the grandeur of what can happen in people's lives is so far beyond what goal setting does or what people do when they're, oh, I intend this to happen. I want this to happen in my life. It's like, no, you're actually limiting yourself in a way every single time you do stuff like that because your mind actively seeks for it to happen a specific way instead of just letting it arise in the quantum field, so to speak, that can bring it to you in the most unexpected, beautiful, profound ways that are far, 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 far beyond the mind's imagination. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa just wrote this beautiful thing. She wrote, I find that more and more I read, I can't stop researching. And when I stop and focus on me and what's really going on with me and just spending time with me, it's so much better. And that's such a good point, Vanessa, and a really, really high level of awareness. I would almost offer that the part of us that does the reading is nothing more what's happening is like something inside doesn't feel good doesn't feel right and then this part goes we need to figure out the mind goes we need to figure out how to fix this and so it starts getting you to research how to fix this but look that's a lot better than throwing wine or smoking or doing all the other stuff right like are eating your way out of it like that's all but it's all the same mechanism right it's something inside doesn't feel good i need to make that thing feel better yeah and then you go down this path of research 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 and if you notice like books are good in the sense where it's like you'll find that one thing that gives you a little bit of insight or understanding about what that thing is or at least it convinces you like, oh, 
you don't feel this good because that, 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 that is happening inside. And in that moment, think like to any of those moments, because you've had probably a bunch of them, you feel good, right? In that moment, something shifts and you go, like you can breathe a little bit deeper. There's like a sense of ease and relaxation. And you're like, wow, I got it. But then when two days later, you're doing the same exact thing and the same exact part gets activated and you're dealing with the same exact struggle, what happens? You fall right back into the same pattern. But on top of it now, you're blaming yourself and shaming yourself because all this work that you did didn't make any difference. And now it's like, I've invested all this time. I've invested all this money. I've invested all this energy. And here I am still dealing with the same exact weight issue. Here I am still dealing with the same exact can't find love issue. Here I am still dealing with the same exact can't manifest money issue. But instead, like this is the part that I find so humorous about human beings. And I, I did the same thing for over a decade. So I'm, you know, I'm putting myself in the same pile. Like that happens and it happens over and over and over again. But do we go and try to find like a new way to interact with this thing, to try some new methodology or something like that? No, we go back to the same thing. We're like, you know what it is? I need another book. And then you go on Facebook. Well, someone gave me a recommendation on their best books about manifest manifesting, love, money, career. Who's got an amazing career coach? You know, and, and this is what we kind of do. And at the end of the day, it just keeps us in that same loop over and over and over. So how did we get out of this trap, right? Like that's, that's the end game because the other thing that I keep hearing from our clients over and over and over is that in personal development and in the mindset world, there's a lot of doing, there's a lot of efforting. I know personal development talks about be, do, have versus have, do, be. But like at the end of the day, they're like, if you wanna be in be, do, have, this is what you need to do. And you're like, that's doing, doing, that's not being, it's like totally different. Just now you cannot, you cannot understand or be in doing. They're two completely separate realms. So you exactly. cannot go to the mind to teach you what to do in order to be more, or you're not even trying to be more, you're just trying to be. How can you be anything just trying to do more, right? It doesn't make you any sense. Can't. You, yeah. can't your, do, you can't do yourself into being. Absolutely. Like you just can't Absolutely. do it. And being is something that when you live in being, there's an effortless ease that it doesn't matter how much you read about it or how much guy and I talk about it to you, you can never experience it until you experience it. Like it just, it, nothing can point to it in this way. And so in personal development, there's processes and formulas and things that you need to remember and when to use them and how to use them and, you know, write this thing and do these three gratitude things and visualize it this way and all that kind of stuff. When we shifted into doing more of this energetic, somatic kind of deep dive healing work, I mean, when I tell you that like there's no doing, there's no doing. You know, one of one of the clients that just completed 
uh, went to dinner with her parents who she struggled with. Like, you know, listen, she's with them, her and her dad get into arguments, et cetera. So she goes to dinner and has the most amazing time with her parents. Like, she's like, I don't remember ever having that good a time with my parents. And I asked her, I was like, what did you do? She goes, that's it. I didn't do anything. I was like, and was it easy? She's like, it was effortless. Like I didn't have to do anything. And it, that just showed up. We had other people tell us that like they showed up at work and all of a sudden the response to people around them was so different than ever before in something that they've been doing for years and years and years. And I was like, well, what did you do differently? And they're like, I don't know. I didn't do anything differently. And I'm like, yeah, how easy was it? They're like, it was effortless. Like I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. So all mindset, like it really is about giving your mind things to do to help you overcome the things inside that you don't like. Mm -hmm. But if you get to a place where you don't have to not like these things, and you don't have to start fighting or understanding or releasing or overcoming or whatever. You start to rest in a place of being. And in that being place, this is kind of like the strange part of it, those things disappear. Just disappear. Like you don't have to go in there and go, oh, okay, you're in there and you got created this way because mom did this or dad didn't do that. And if I do this enough times and you're going to. You don't have to do any of that shit. It's just gone. And you're like going through life with a smile on your face going, I know that normally if I drove behind a person that was driving this slow, my system would just get so upset. I'd be like, get the fuck out of the way. And I'm driving and it's like, I have a smile on my face. And I don't quite understand why because I didn't work on my anger issues while driving. Yeah. Something I, I kind of want to throw this out there as a big edge for a lot of people because it's kind of my edge right now. Um, but just to kind of also put a little summary with what Elon's saying, there's no access to being from the mind. There is only access to being as far as I'm concerned from awareness. And, and your attention and your awareness are two very distinct things. And most people are um, highly attentive when it comes to awareness from the mindset space. They have a complete loss when it comes to awareness. And I, I want to just use Ken Wilber's model again, where there are two paths to take towards enlightenment. One is the growing up work. That's where personal development excels at, integrity work, that kind of stuff, getting responsible, you know, kind of like putting things back in order, having completion conversations, um, finding uh, stories and paradigms that are more suitable for a life that's easy. Okay. And then there is the awakening work, which is the energetic, somatic, awareness work that most Western-minded people have very little awareness of or have tasted through some meditations, through some breath work, or through some plant medicine work. However, have not gotten the pointers to, to take those experiences and create it as a foundation of their being. And when we bridge these two is very powerful. And that's why like, if somebody was just doing alignment work, we would tell them the same thing. It's like, you gotta go do a little bit of the growing up work because really? it's gonna help you build some structures here that are very, very important when the two come together is really where like magic pops off. That's why a lot of our clients have done a lot of personal development. However, they've not done a lot of the enlightenment work or they've tasted a little bit and they just don't have a grasp of it yet. Like we have people who've been doing 
some of this work for 10 years of meditation. They come to our work and within like two days, they're, they're excelling and popping off because it's just these little pointers that they're like, oh my God, how did I not see? How did I not learn to experience this before? And so that's a really, really um, big piece of it. And then the second one I kind of lost because I went into a deeper explanation than I had uh, imagined that I would. So I'm going to... Can I read you something? So I have yeah, that, sure. you know, eradicator, the, the newsfeed eradicator. Oh, I did too. But I, w I went back into Facebook just to check, like, if I can find the video. And, you know, on the bottom of the eradicator, they always have a quote. Yeah. <laughs> so the quote is by Alan Watts. And it says, muddy water is best cleared by leaving it alone. Yeah. It really, it really is that I, oh, I was talking about the edge. Thank you. So that reminded me like, what's the edge? So I find, and this is going to be difficult to hear is where we have done violence to ourselves or people. And I mean that either in communication or physical harm or, you know, however you want to, at any stratosphere of violence where we have uh, caused difficulties or harm to ourselves or others to love that. Like to love that, Lo like everything that we have from a moral standpoint made a negative attribute of ourselves or others. To love, to learn to love those experiences the way we love joy and, and ecstatic experiences and everything else. It's just like if, if love is all we need, then what gets to view all of humanity is love. Yeah. Every, at every level where I've seen myself or somebody else try to omit some part of themselves, overcome, or get some, around it. Yeah, overcome, get around it. it. There, there's no like, hey, I don't like this part of myself. I'm going to put it over here and I'm going to do personal development just to develop this over here. That's where this confusion comes from because eventually that part is going to get activated and it's going to do what that part does. And then you're going to be like, how come this personal development thing that I'm doing over here is not working anymore? And you're going to get on yourself and you're going to think, I must have read the wrong book. That one didn't explain it enough or didn't explain it well enough for me to understand what to do about this part. The part is going to get activated yeah. and you are not going to get rid of it. And the more you try to get rid of it, the more anxious the part gets and the more it responds and becomes a regular part of your life. Where we see things relax for people, where we see well-being and fluidity in the energetic system is as those parts are reintegrated back into the system, which is a way of saying full surrender, full unconditional love for every part of your system. Then why do you think you can sit in these long states of well-being is because as they arise, it is not DEFCON 5 every time a situation arises. Yeah. It's like there's, and, it, and I'm not just talking about, I understand like, oh, I don't need to respond here because you don't, you will respond. <laughs> But it, but if the system is is creates a bind, an energetic bind in the system when it arises, then the energy is here and it's swirling in your body and your mind's like, what do we do about this? But when the energy just moves through the system, the mind can relax again and the program doesn't have to run either a long period of time or so deeply and go into the trauma or the fix or the safety protocols or the other things that the mind does really, really well. But again, it's, it's basically running a protocol that a two- three-year-old or maybe even younger started running and you're still doing it. Yeah. So if you want to relax from those things, it, it, it gets to be this deeper work. And that's, and you know, that's the, 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 the drum that we're going to beat to death for probably the next few decades, you know, as people become more aware that it's like, it's not enough to understand. 
it's interesting and it's going to make you sound very smart. It's made Elon and I sound very, very smart. A lot of clients worked with us because we and sound paid smart. a lot of bills and paid a lot of money and got fantastic results, including ourselves. And we can tell you, even so, the frustration of, of especially when you're like in the state of mastery, like if you love this work, like Elon and I love this work, all we've done for 20 years, like we've invested over a million dollars, tens of thousands of people coach. And we can tell you those frustrations were in our system so much so that we're like, hey, look, if we invest this much time in doing this much work and we're still frustrated, you know, what chances do these people got that are only gonna put $5,000 and three months into it? Yeah. And, and, totally. and, to, and to us, that was like, it actually lacked integrity because we're like, holy fuck, you can do this much work and still not be free, still not be liberated, still not feel well-being, still not feel connection. That that's that's a scary place to be. That's like that's like earning $100 million and still realizing that you're afraid as the day when you had $10 in your bank account. Yeah. You hit that threshold and you're like, fuck me. Like, okay, must have not read the right book. Same exact story, exactly. right? Not, didn't take the right course. Didn't have the right mentor. And it's like, and here's the reality. If you guys look at your life, the answers, the true ones are always super simple. And always from within. Always from within. And the moment it becomes complicated, we can say you must have veered off the path because there's no complications in the natural world. It's very, everything is very, very simple, very straightforward. So for us, this practice is so simple. Like people leave here, you could just go watch the video testimonials and people are like, that was so easy. That was so simple. And it was the most profound thing I've ever experienced. I mean, Stephanie's here, Stephanie was at the event. So Stephanie, thank you for writing this. She writes, my experience this weekend was amazing. I just showed up and my intention was just to be an experience. I trusted them in the process. I know of nothing of this and now I'm heart centered and a shift occurred. Thank you. It's the key I've been searching for to open the door wide open. Grateful. Yeah. Right. And like unexplainable it, it is. And it, the beauty is that this stuff can eat. That was in two days. Stephanie had that experience, right? Like she's been searching for that key. I'm going to assert for more than just the week before she signed up for this experience, right? Like, let's be honest. So the beauty is that we can transmit now. And I think we're just, we're gaining more confidence in our ability to transmit this work to others. And it almost doesn't matter where on your journey you are. You can be, we work with someone who's a, has been meditating in the Himalayas and done ayahuasca and plant medicine and, been a coach and like it's still taking him to all these levels and we have moments like Stephanie who for example hasn't done any of this work really and like still having that experience as we were talking and we were talking about this muddy water thing and you were talking about love it's like you know for some people I think to hear love those parts is like I think they get it conceptually but they're like how do I love the part that I'm angry how do I love the part that hurts other people or whatever it is. And so maybe love, like love is where you're all going to end up, right? But like, maybe that's not where you start. Maybe in the beginning, it's just a matter of getting to a place where there's acceptance or at the very least, no reaction. Because if we use that Alan Watts quote, which was just so funny that it popped up, it's like that door that Stephanie's pointing to can only be seen through clarity, right? Like if everything is shaken every time and you're just looking through mud, you can't see. So she's like, every time you go, I don't like this. 
it's like you shaking the bottle and then trying to look through it and go, but, but I know there's something that I want on the other side. I just can't see it. If you could just watch mud and, or watch anger or just watch sadness or just watch aloneness, maybe you can't love it just yet. And maybe that's, you know, what you get to work with us on. But like, if, if even for now, there's this enough awareness where you could just watch and go, oh, there's aloneness, but you're not going in like shaking it all the time. Right. Cause like, it just needs time to settle. And once it settles, clarity comes through like true clarity, not more understanding, not more pretty words to tell your friends at a dinner party, like your truth and your clarity. You're not interested in finding my door or guy's door or the key Mm -hmm. to those doors. What you're interested in, the reason you come here and do all those things is because you're looking for your key. And it's in there that I promise, like there's, it's an impossibility that it's not, you're not broken. You weren't designed a different way than other humans. Like it's in there. It's just a matter of if where you're at right now and you resonate with all the stuff that we spoke about, you're a podcast junkie, a video junkie, a book junkie, a seminar junkie. And if you're still feeling stuck and in the same place, the invitation is simply get off that hamster wheel and try something new. And if you don't know what that looks like or how to even start that journey, I'm going to make this as simple as possible for you. If you go to callsatori.com, C-A-L-L satori.com, our coaches are on standby to chat with you for free. Nothing to sell you, nothing to offer you. Simply to share with you the depth of this work that we do here and how different it is than anything else that you've experienced. If you want to understand how deep in certain ones are your practices, not throw out what you've done, just take what you're already doing, but like actually get profound value from it. Yeah. Book a call. We're not saying like throw everything out that you did. It just, if you find that you're coming to that edge of that work, bumping up against that edge, you can bump up against that edge for the next 50 years of your life. Like it's not going away. And there is an ability to pierce through. And it's really interesting because the piercing out is actually piercing mm-hmm. in. And then the edge just disappears. Like it just, it's no longer there because you're just playing on a different plane. Yeah. So head over to callsatori.com, book your free call, have a conversation with our people. And then from there, if this work truly calls to you, maybe you've already had that call or whatever, Guy and I are doing these live events and we're going to invite people consistently to these live events. Like people have come three times in a row to these two day live events because they're that powerful. Um, so to tell you, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, you can even ask the coaches on that call. If you want to find out more about that, just ask specifically, say like, can you tell me about the two day 
live event. We call it the intuitive mind event. Um, but just ask and like, we've made it super cheap and easy to get to like, there's no reason for you to continue to feel stuck and struggle with your spirituality or personal development. It just, you just don't have to. The event should really be called the intuitive heart sure. or, the intuitive, or the intuitive heart mind. We call it the intuitive mind because most people are still stuck in the realm of wanting to, you know, resolve something in the mind. But I was thinking as you were talking, this like a uh, little line came through where it's like the beginning of love is the moment you stop trying to resolve it. Because mm. there, there's, there's no resolution to being a human. There's the acceptance and the full splendor and surrender of what, what it is that we are. When we learn to love all of that from our beingness is the moment we are liberated. It's also the moment where you, you will find yourself doing a lot less of those negative patterns. Things are still gonna, you know, an enlightened person still gets upset. An enlightened person still has emotions, still feels all these things, but it, there's so much fluidity in the system as it comes in, it washes away, just like waves moving on the coast and waves coming back out. Like there's everything in the, our universe is just waves. There's peaks and troughs. An enlightened person is not dehumanized. They're not beyond it. They're just so fluid with their experience that they are in a state of love with it. Mindset is about resolution. Being this is about surrender. It's about being with, right? It's why, why tools like breath work and, and plant medicine is so good because it takes you to those edges where you get to choose and to surrender and then have an experience of surrender. Now, how do you open that doorway and keep it open all the time is what we're talking about here. Not how to open and get a glimpse. It's like, just open the freaking doors and just live in the space. And that's really what our events are about. So maybe yeah. we will. And Karen, who was also there, wrote, you need to do the same to yourself that you can do for others as you are the same, like how you love others. This weekend helped me to see I was doing it all backwards. Like, I don't know what this weekend will unveil for you because for each person is just such a profoundly different experience. Mm -hmm. um, but we already have the next one on the books. It's gonna happen January 8th. So it could be the most incredible opportunity for you to start your year. Um, again, if you wanna find out more about everything that we do here, how we can help you on your journey to really truly get unstuck at the end of 2020 and into 2021, callsatori.com, book your slot today, and uh, we'll go from there. We look forward to seeing you. If you're not in our Old Souls and Seekers group, make sure you join us on Facebook. You can go to joinoldsouls.com and ask for permission to be in, in, uh, in that group as well. And uh, otherwise, we look forward to seeing you in there and hope you guys have an amazing week. Lots of love, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com 
www.thepowerofthenow.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.